is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to another weekly installment of the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite to see celebs. I'm your host, the Celebrity Medium. In this edition of the report, we have some new arrivals in the next world, some follow-ups about stories we've been tracking, and the latest on the siege inside Trump City. It's all good stuff, so let's get right to it. I mentioned new arrivals to the afterlife. I was referring to retired professional wrestlers Ivan Koloff and George the Animal Steel. Both of them were huge stars in their business back in the day. Koloff won the then WWF heavyweight belt from Bruno Sammartino in Madison Square Garden in January 1971 after Bruno had held it for 11 years, a record that is still unbroken. I happened to have been at that show with my dad when I was a teenager. The garden crowd was stunned by San Martino's defeat, and they sat in silence for a long moment. George the Animal Steel was a wild man who was known for tearing apart the ring turnbuckle covers with his teeth. He was much beloved by wrestling fans. The two left the earthly plane a day apart, but arrived in the next world almost simultaneously. My sources tell me there was a very large crowd waiting to greet them when they got there. I'm also told that the two were very much in character as they were cheered by the throng. Steele walked around the stage, hunched over as he did for decades in the wrestling ring, and Koloff asked the crowd in his wrestling persona if there were any Americans present. When some responded with, USA, USA, he spat on the stage in apparent disgust. The crowd loved it. (laughs) After things settled down, they were approached by, you probably guessed it, Vince McMahon Sr. Regular listeners know that McMahon runs a theater group specializing in the works of William Shakespeare, whose regular cast consists largely, but not, not exclusively anymore, of former wrestlers. Now, along with Vince Sr. was Miss Elizabeth, the ex-wife in real life of Randy Macho Man Savage. She and Steele had a long-running storyline back in the 80s that revolved around George having a crush on her and Savage resenting Steele's affections towards his wife and then later girlfriend. They actually got married again on the air. I'm told she threw her arms around Steele and told him how wonderful it was to see him again. Steele, still in character, hugged her back roughly and stroked her hair. Then McMahon offered both Steele and Koloff jobs with his company as actors. Koloff said he wanted some time to get acquainted with his new circumstances, thanked McMahon for the offer and said he'd get back to him about it. Steele, however, vigorously nodded his head and smiled to apparently accept the gig. So, alright, here's my question. Will George stay in character as he performs in Shakespeare's work and exactly what parts would be right for him? I so wish I could see one of those shows. (laughs) 
Next, I have what I think is the first story I've reported to my audience that wasn't already reported in the afterlife media. If you listen to the report on a regular basis, you know that Trump City, the whites-only community whose mayor is Fred Trump, the new American president's father, has been on lockdown for the past few weeks. Trump Sr. feels that the next world press is being unfair to him, just like his son believes that the earthly plane media has been unfair to him. Now, no one has been allowed in or out of the town, and all communications between Trump City and the outside world have been cut off for a couple of weeks now. Uh, Last week, I told you about a brief appearance by Mayor Trump on the parapet above the main entrance to the gated community, during which he made a rambling speech through a bullhorn about his objections to the press coverage he and his town have received. Uh, Since then, he has returned to the top of the wall twice, mostly repeating the same grievances and refusing to respond to any questions from the crowd below, which consists of friends and loved ones of people on the inside of the walls around the town and some reporters. Now, despite claims by Mayor Trump that everyone inside is there because they want to be there, over the weekend a note tied to a rock was thrown over the wall, apparently by one of Trump's city's residents. And for some reason, and I'm not sure why, there happened to be no reporters there at that moment. So my sources tell me that the note said, some of us do want to get out. We aren't allowed to. Please help. Unquote. Now, it wasn't signed, so we don't know the identity of the writer, but the note, as you would imagine, has given rise to several rumors about the people in the town being forcibly prevented from exiting it. I have to say at this point, the rumors are just that. Rumors? We don't know any more than what the note actually said, and we have no way of determining if it was accurate or really anything else about it. Under any circumstances, though, the situation is really odd and emotionally draining for those on the outside who are understandably concerned about their friends and family inside the compound, and and more now than before because of the note. Obviously, there's going to be more in the story. It's going to continue, and things will develop further, and I'll stay on top of them. On last week's report, I told you about Edith Tolson, uh, formerly known as J. Edgar Hoover, the longtime director of the FBI, appearing on a special episode of The Girls, the daytime TV talk show hosted by Carrie Fisher and her mother, Debbie Reynolds. According to my sources, Edith was very forthcoming about her past as the autocratic top lawman in America, as well as her lifelong desire to be a woman. The episode she appeared on was by far the highest rated so far for the girls. Now, although Edith Tolson was the sole person other than the two hosts on the show that day, the normal format includes a guest host or two who kick around the issues of the day on the earthly plane, as well as in the afterlife with Carrie and Debbie. In a press release they sent out on Friday, the producers of the show announced that Edith Tolson has been added to the list of rotating guest hosts. And depending on any other commitments she may have, she is expected to appear on the show about one week every month. I'm also informed that because her recent appearance was such a hit, 
She is being courted by a major Next World women's clothing line to be their spokeswoman. Edith is said to be overjoyed by the attention and acceptance she is receiving in her new persona. Lastly, as you probably know from listening to this show, soul brother number one, James Brown, has for some time now been the afterlife's self-appointed reader to the stars. Everyone who is anyone is welcomed to the next world by James, and he has become a beloved fixture on the afterlife celebrity scene. Now, James likes to surprise the crowd when he can by bringing a new arrived celeb out onto the stage without telling the crowd who it's going to be. Over this past weekend, however, James was the one who was surprised. Longtime drummer for the James Brown band Clive Stubblefield just transitioned to his new existence. The folks who work on the arrivals committee deliberately kept James from knowing that Clyde would be coming out. Now, James was warming up the crowd thinking it was going to be someone else he'd be greeting when the drummer walked out and surprised him. The two hadn't seen each other since at least 2006 when James transitioned himself. I'm told he was so shocked to see Stubblefield that he actually dropped his microphone and fell to his knees. The assembled crowd burst into wild applause as the longtime friends hugged each other for a long moment. Told they were both crying from happiness as they continued their reunion to the delight of the masses there to witness it. It sounds like it was a really touching moment. And on that happy note, it's time to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. Please be sure to join me next week when I'll have more up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite to see celebs. Also, please spread the word that the report is available on demand and for free on iTunes in the Google Play Store and when it's broadcast on K-Chung Radio, AM 1630 in Los Angeles. I'm the Celebrity Medium... Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.